0: Hey, America! Start, start listening, listening now. now. Wait a
1: minute, that's what? Sam.
0: Hi, oh. it's
1: me. Finally, you're back. Wait a minute, where's... I am back. But we, where's Danny?
0: Oh, you didn't we... hear? No, we, we traded him. You, you've upgraded. Oh, look at me. I'm <laughs> the Danny now.
1: Oh God. And welcome to another metamorphosized episode of 12 Points from America, a Eurovision Song Contest podcast from America, home to the greatest December tradition, Toyotathon. I'm Eric. Uh, I'm Derek.
0: And I'm Samantha. And this is a Honda Days house. You know better uh, than that.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Mm. Well, happy Honda Days to everyone. Uh, and for, also with uh, you. Yeah. Thank you. It's uh, it's It's been a nice, I'm having a nice Honda Days this year. I'm trying to have a better time with it you know sometimes honda days is just really stressful but it's it's been better better this year derek how
2: about you i uh, found a nice honda days uh brisket recipe this morning that i'm looking to try with a cheesy google that goes along with it
0: that's Mm. not kosher but it's good enough
1: (laughs) i'll take it (laughs) yeah happy real holidays as well everyone uh but mostly honda days and toyota (laughs) thon Uh, I hope it's a December to remember for all of you. And uh, Sam, socials, do the, the jokes.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's so many of them that we're on right now, it's hard for me to keep track. But chances are you can find us by, you know, find your local social media of choice and look up either one two Points USA or 12 Points from America. Just email us directly at 12 America at gmail.com. Uh, we are on all of the big ones and a lot of the little ones, actually. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, uh, we're on TikTok now. YouTube, you can find us there. Mastodon, we're there as well. Uh, you can find us on YouTube and all of our crazy video content so you can see what we look like instead of just, you know, hearing our dulcet tones. If you really miss Danny, I highly recommend checking out one of our lyrical moments that uh, that he's taken uh, taken under his wing. Uh, but, uh, yeah, for now, this is a bit of a Danny-less episode, unfortunately. He's feeling a little bit under the weather, so we're giving him a little bit of space and letting him rest his voice. Yes. Because
1: he's- well soon, Danny. Yeah.
0: Sending out healing vibes. Hopefully by the time this airs, he'll be back on his feet again. But, eh, I think the guys deserve a little bit of R&R.
1: Absolutely, he's been uh, he's been doing a show. Danny, if you don't know, uh, Danny's an actor and has been doing some actoring I think that's the right word. Uh, mm-hmm. Over the last uh, over the last couple of months, he's been a busy bee. So yeah, Danny will be back uh, very soon. And until then, we have some things to talk about. Uh, first and foremost is that Sam is back from from Yerevan. <sighs> And (laughs) did you did you bring back uh, any gifts for us? And by gifts, I mean, opinions.
0: Uh, I've got plenty of opinions, Uh, almost all entirely great. I had an amazing, amazing time out there. Uh, Yerevan and like the Armenian people, the Armenian broadcaster, they did such an incredible job. I mean, we talked about this, you and I, Eric, uh, earlier on the little mini episode, the little chat that we had earlier. But they really pulled out all of the stops. The opening ceremony rivaled or surpassed anything that you would have ever seen at a big Eurovision. It was this huge public event, literally tens of thousands of people crammed into Republic Square. They turned on their their biggest Christmas tree in the country, turned the entire thing into a huge party. Fireworks, like I haven't seen a fireworks display that huge in I can't remember when. And they really put together an amazing, amazing program for us. The show was great. The social program that they did for the kids—they literally shut down the Yerevan Metro for two days so that the kids could experience a sort of immersive arts project, theater experience with dance and food and, and music and culture—and really, really pulled out all the stops. I uh, and 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 on a side note, I ate like a queen over there. Holy crap! Armenian food is amazing. Uh, I, it's a shame that it's three flights away from here or else I would be happy to go back. If, if life ever gives any of you guys the chance to head to Yerevan, do it, do it, do it, do it.
1: All right. Life, get your stuff together (laughs) because I want (laughs) to go It's on the list. It's, Um, it's worth the trip. It looks amazing. Yeah. So, okay. Which of the kids were jerks?
0: (laughs) None of them. I. I what? mean, oh, I, I know. I'm sorry to fiercely, sorry to burst your bubble.
1: But... No, it's trombone kid off my list.
0: Of, oh, Katarina um, was sweet. People you're going to
1: invite to your birthday. Yeah,
2: <laughs>
1: that's. No,
0: good. I mean, on yeah, I ch- I had the chance to chat with almost all of them. I think the only one that I didn't really speak to much was was Nari from Armenia, and very very briefly did I speak to to Freya from from the UK partially because she was on vocal rest for a large portion of the of the process. Uh, but we happened to be staying in the same hotel so before rehearsal started we kind of crossed paths like hey how's it going you know introduced ourselves and but everybody was really really lovely. I I always say that a lot of the times the kids at junior are better well behaved and they're more they're more focused and on the ball than some of the grown-ups are at the big show. But honestly like they were all fantastic. Sophie from Ireland such such a lovely, lovely young woman, and she's you know the sky's the limit for her. She is a uh, she. They're workshopping basically a West End musical that she's the lead in. So that's her next project oh that's God. that's coming up. So she's got oh massive uh, massive. Is, is, massive... It,
1: is she going to be Hamilton?
0: <laughs> Who'd have thought that Hamilton was a small Irish girl? Uh, no, Listen, I, the... it, why not? Why not, Sam? <laughs> I know. Dream big. Uh, I cannot remember for the life of me the name of the show that it's being workshopped right now but she is basically flying back and forth from Northern Ireland to London to to work on the workshopping and the, the rehearsals wow. and the cast recordings
1: and all that. Okay, but, yeah, but um, really, who who was a jerk?
0: Nobody! No, no okay. <laughs>
1: Alright. I mean, to
0: be, fair, about, to, be uh, fair, oh. to be fair, to be fair, to be fair, to be fair, a couple of the kids had to speak through translators so they could have been talking about me. And Ooh. I just don't know. Like I don't speak Polish, so I don't know. But um, <laughs> I'm I'm gonna guess that uh, that Laura from from Poland was was not actually smack talking, but was you know. I don't know. I I need to learn Polish. Yeah, um, you do. But, but she was very sweet.
1: So t- tell tell us about uh, about our new king, Lissandro. Uh, oh my gosh. Any any. Uh, uh, I want to know what stories you may have about that, uh, about that fellow.
0: I mean, he's just, I mean, he's, he's what 12, 13, 13 years old. He's
1: 13. Yeah. Yeah.
0: He's 13. uh, And yet still very much carries himself as if he were three times that age. He's, he's very eager. Like a kid would be, but his, his points of reference, like he's a big fan of like old school rock and roll. He is funny. He's ambitious. Like he's, he's just, he's awesome. He's a great, great kid. Um, I was so, so happy for him. It wasn't one of the songs that I would have picked for the win, but looking at how how much he performed, how solid his vocals were, how different of a song it was, like I I do not begrudge France the win at all. Nice kid. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: I mean, I, it's definitely not one of the ones we really talked about in, in the previews as a, as a potential winner, I don't think. We talked about Georgia and Armenia and, well, maybe Poland will just win again or, or something like that. But looking back, it makes so much sense. That that uh, that they would just take it again, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I don't have the split of you know the age of the jurors or anything like that, but France really kind of dominated in in that jury vote and happened to be solid enough on both the online vote and the jury vote that it it took the win pretty decisively. There was about a twenty three point swing between France and Armenia in second place. It just the way that the numbers worked out. Especially considering the online vote, because it's not the normal twelve, ten, eight system like we have for a jury vote, the numbers kind of there's not as dramatic of a of a swing. There's a it's a bit more of a gentle curve, I guess you could say between between yeah, all there, the artists.
1: There was like a forty five fifty point difference between first and last in the in the televote, and that's basically always the case.
2: Right. Is that I I kind of have a question on that one. So I was thinking about this the other day. So there's only like a 45-point difference between first and last in the televote, which effectively means the jury is picking the winner almost every time.
0: Potentially. And again, I don't I don't really crunch the numbers. I'm not really part of the digame system that really understands how this works and, and 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 the sort of algorithms behind that. Um I mean, that's certainly something to be considered, I think, as we go ahead in the future. Like how do you how do you equalize it while still you know, I don't know. I, I wish I wish I had an answer for that, but you're 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 not wrong, Derek.
2: I mean, I I can't say that it's bad necessarily, but when we were kind of, I was I was listening back to our last episode, and we were just talking about how France only needed uh, 48 points to win, and i was like, well, mm. yeah, th- they could get it or they might not. I mean, it's it's such a narrow window versus you know, a country can get 300 points in the senior contest to zero
1: on the low end. Right. I, I, I kind of like it for junior, if only because it it eliminates the possibility of any poor kid just getting nothing. And I would uh, hate that. Right, it, it, yeah. Right. Uh, but it, it also means that, like, OK, everyone's getting at least 30 points. So to really separate yourself, you know, 40 points isn't very good. 50 points isn't very, very good. You really need like in. I mean, yeah, there were. Four countries with 70 or more points. Uh, uh mm-hmm. no, I'm sorry, there were six that had seventy or more points, and three, of them, three had of them were three of those. three were tied to seventy, yeah. Exactly 70. So then we had a 71, a 78, and an 80. And and this this year might be an ugh. exception too, because I know last time France won, they had over hundred points. Yeah, the 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 top tele televote score is usually higher than this. Uh but it but the spread is still not normally. Right.
0: Yeah. I mean, we had we had kind of said that there wasn't a single standout in the way that Jimagine kind of was in its year, that there was a little bit more of an even, you couldn't really tell which direction things were going to go. So once France kind of, I, I don't want to say dominated, but once they took the jury vote, it was going to be a higher hill to climb. And it, it, I mean, I'm not a fly in the room as they kind of discuss how how to optimize voting and how to make it as equal and fair moving forward. But I think it's a discussion that is, is worth having in the future.
1: Yeah. It's like, how
0: do you, how do you, how do you, it's still, it's still a system that needs tweaking and refining, but as we see in the big contest, it's a system that can be tweaked and refined here on year.
2: And it's, it's interesting to see how the big contest still hasn't come down on a voting system that they're, Maybe happy with, or that won't change in the near future,
0: right? And that's something we'll we haven't discussed yet.
2: That we haven't that's, discussed the semifinal. That's right. System this yet? So yeah, that's true. We really have a lot haven't. to say on
1: that one. Yeah. But so before we talk about that, Sam, I don't think we've gotten your opinions on some of the songs. Did you have a favorite Junior song?
0: It kind of it kind of bounced around a little bit, depending on my mood, uh, and that's not just me being diplomatic or anything like that, it really did. I mean, I thought that Armenia was an absolute bop. It was so much fun. Uh, you just, I, I was smiling ear to ear whenever I heard, whenever I heard dance. Uh, I thought that UK was a personal favorite. I thought that was so, so much fun and a great, great wel- welcoming back for the UK into junior. And, and a welcome in the first place to the BBC because it was a previously ITV. Um, I thought Sophie from Ireland was really, really, very talented. Uh, so thrilled to see them come in fourth overall—the best that yeah. they've ever done. Georgia really grew on me the more that I saw it, uh, and it was kind of a high, high estimation to begin with. Uh, really, really liked uh, like Georgia and vocally, she was just perfect whenever I heard her sing it. And finally, like I, I adored and still adore uh, the Portuguese song "Ana Setenta." I I Sand feel like I may have been Portugal yeah uh, yeah surprise surprise Bloody, uh,
1: <laughs>
0: ah. but I I got it and I you know I le- I listen to rock outside of the contest and I felt that I, I appreciated the difference and I appreciated the difference in style and tone and point of view that I, I just Portugal's gonna Portugal and I love that and this happened to be a song that they were serving up that I also happened to really love
1: I think that the thing I like the most about this year was that the countries that just kind of do their thing were largely validated for 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 doing so. Like uh, Mm -hmm. like Portugal, they had their best result ever. Ireland had the best result ever. France did the thing they do. And uh, I've talked about that, um, but it Mm -hmm. worked. And you know what? I, I was really happy at the end of the day that uh that we're going back to france um can you imagine if the Paris, if paris shut down their metro so it so it does oh my god could celebrate honda days i mean Uh, they kind of do all the time anyway with strikes and whatnot yeah (laughs) fair enough yeah and Mm. and um sam i i I can't imagine you have a a ton of insider info and if, if you do you probably can't share it but uh you think it's paris again
0: I, I genuinely don't have any inside info on this. Uh, okay. I'm not just trying to demur because, you know, oh, I have to be. No, I, I genuinely have no idea. I wouldn't be surprised if they had it outside of Paris, however. There's going to be a lot going on in Paris in 2024. You know, the Olympics are right around the corner. Yep. I wouldn't be shocked if they kind of decentralized from from the capital. Like we've kind of seen before, you know, we saw it when, when the Netherlands hosted, you know, the big show. They didn't have it in Amsterdam. They moved it to Rotterdam. We, we're seeing it this year. Uh, as as we're not going to London, we're going to Liverpool. We, you know, we didn't head to Rome. You know, you move it away from the capital. Give it, give another city a chance to to kind of embrace it. And I think with with junior, where you can have a somewhat smaller venue, you don't need a massive, massive venue. There's a bit more flexibility to do that. So I would not be shocked if they went elsewhere. There's some lovely cities on the Mediterranean coast. Um, I think Christmas in Strasbourg would be would be truly lovely. Uh, yes. But there are. I I have no inside info. This is just me looking at a map and throwing mental darts. That's all I got.
1: Fair enough. Uh, September and October of next year, France is also hosting the Rugby World Cup. Oh, my God. Uh, That is basically all over the country, though. So it it Mm. doesn't I don't know that that necessarily favors or eliminates anything, although there is not uh, a Rugby World Cup event in Strasbourg. uh, And there is one in in, uh, Stade de France. So who knows? Who knows? Uh, I'm, I'm just I. I love France. I'm excited to go back. Uh, this is another thing you may not know, Sam, but I, I really hope that they that they understand the what a charming thing they have to do this around Christmas, and that they'll keep oh, yeah. and that they'll keep doing that. Uh, France, you're still exhausting, but I'm happy for <laughs> you. So anyway, um, let let's. um, let's talk about this uh this semi-final thing we're gonna start looking forward uh we we have at the time of recording uh a, a number of different national final songs we have one song actually selected But the biggest news since we last talked about regular old boring eurovision is uh is a change in how qualification works
0: yeah it's it's kind of a big one uh probably i'd say the maybe the biggest change since 2016 when they decided to do the double up system with the oh, jury e- and television split. Yeah. yeah. So basically what we're going to have at the semifinal level is juries are not going to be candid. They might, they will probably be available and they'll probably be voting as a backup just in case of emergencies, which have happened in the past. Uh, but it will be exclusively the public vote. You know, unless you're San Marino. But that's a whole other question for a whole other episode, I think. Uh, So, yeah, it'll just be the fans, the viewers watching and voting. And that'll be what goes through. Uh, The juries will be reincorporated into the tally at the grand final. uh, You know, in their normal 50-50, as we've seen in the past. But... uh, And the other big thing of information is the fact that the three of us
1: will be able to vote. Finally.
0: Crazy, craziness. But
1: not Danny. Not oh, Danny. Oh, no, wait, he can too. They don't like actors. But
0: yeah, uh... <laughs> anything but that. He's not here. He missed out. No, but uh, yeah, viewers from around the world, from non-participating nations, will be able to to cast a vote, and they will be considered as sort of like one single jury, I suppose, you know, so given given weight of, I guess, half of the country, <laughs> I guess you could say, which is better than nothing. Um, we will have, I mm-hmm. guess, uh, one single set of points that will fly into the mix. And, and you know, looking at the numbers that have gone to the winners over the last couple of years probably won't make a massive amount of difference. You know, it's not like the winner is going to be decided entirely by, you know, Americans or Brazilians or New Zealanders or or what have you. But hey, uh, we have a little bit of representation, which is pretty awesome.
2: Wait, so the the entire world can vote in both semis? Yes. They're just going to rank. seems like it. Wow, that's.
1: there's. It's still just the single rest of the world vote that gets its 112 points and so on, but they get to be in both semis. Oh, right. I, I thought you meant they were just doing all votes
2: tallied. And I was like, wow, that's easy to weigh.
0: No, I don't know. No, no, it's not like every <laughs> individual country that. Or anything like that. It's just no, I don't know. So yeah, okay. so all all yeah, votes coming in from around the world will be put into a single, single pool.
2: Okay, and Sorry, be treated as
0: a single vote, or as a single twelve, ten, eight, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera.
2: Oh. So be like I hope one I'm extra explaining country. that right.
0: Yeah, basically, or half just of like, one, really.
2: Just, so the the thirty seven country, thirty seven this year. 37 yep, thirty seven and other
0: yeah basically
1: unofficial 38th country yeah. and only in the semis no i, I believe I we have to it's vote gonna... in the
0: in the grand this grand as oh, well do we?
1: oh oh hello. hello okay but i it's, believe but so there's, but there is a there is still a jury vote in the final it's not going back to 100% televote
0: yeah there will be a jury vote in the final Okay. So, yeah, so the, so the presence or absence, of I mean, basically this whole news, there are two separate stories. One is no juries in the semis, but they will be back in the final. And the other piece of news is votes from the rest of the world will be incorporated to all shows.
1: I see. OK, yeah, I definitely had those kind of concluded yeah. a bit as well. So thank you, Sam, for uh, uh, fixing my dumbness.
0: Ah, that's what I'm here for.
1: (laughs) I I like the idea of there being a a rest of the world
2: vote that gets to participate. I think that's really cool. I'm not 100% convinced that no jury in the semi is a good idea. I'm a little worried. We're going to lose some good songs that would have done better in the final. Aren't going to make it out of the semis now.
1: Well, and there we have some, uh, we, we can look back and see kind of what would have happened had this been the rule. Uh, in over the last few years this year in particular secret by Ranella would have made it to the final and boys do cry would not uh, that's a trade I think a lot of people would take uh, similarly we would have had uh, Ella from Cyprus in the final and we would not have had uh, Nadir from Azerbaijan uh, who got no televote points Uh, So the final would have been a little bit less uh, ballad-y. I think that's probably the biggest difference we're going to see, just kind of generally speaking. Uh, Historically, there are a number of other weird things that would have happened. Um, uh, Hoover Phonic wouldn't have qualified in 2021 under this system. Uh, Fyron Flam from Denmark also would have qualified under this system. That's uh, wild to think about. Yeah. Uh we would have lost um, yeah. Angela uh and uh, we also would have gained uh Croatia in twenty twenty one. That's TikTok. I'm remembering that right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Albina, TikTok, yeah. Mm-hmm. Twenty eighteen we would have uh we would have gotten Oniro Mu, which is not which is not a super big bop. Um but we would have gotten that in the final. We would have lost Mall, which is crazy to me. Yeah,
0: that would have broken That's, my heart.
2: Yeah. How did and they, that? He was like ninth or something
0: in the final. Yeah, overall. Yeah.
2: Which like it, he wouldn't have qualified. It just
1: it's so disappointing to think we mm-hmm. could have lost that. Yeah. I mean and and, and as we've said before, that 2018 semi-one is insane uh in, in terms of the the level of quality. Some bad things aren't going to make it no matter what. But Maul absolutely should have been in the final and it was and we and under this system it would not have been um that same year poland would have qualified instead of the netherlands so outlaw in him would have been out oh no um Some people would have been happy with that i think yeah and um so he would have been in law out him inlaw mm-hmm. out him yep who wouldn't want to uh, anyway uh and this is sort of a fun thing that it isn't about um uh qualification but on a on a televote only system denmark so higher ground by the viking boy band would have won their semi-final oh, ha, ha, ha. Really? Uh, justice for and, the guy liner and you know what deservedly so i i love that song <laughs> 2016 we would have gotten bosnia herzegovina instead of the czech republic um, oh. midnight gold would not have qualified under this system uh oh. Which is uh, another uh, that's kind a crime. of, uh, yeah, that's uh, uh, another one. Uh, uh, this one I think is uh, maybe my favorite, uh, favorite example, uh, 2015 Hungary, which is uh, somebody, somebody quickly helped me out here.
0: It's foggy, isn't it? War for nothing. Yeah.
1: War for nothing. Oh, so that wouldn't have made it. And you know what would have?
0: I think I know the answer.
1: It's uh, Is it
0: PKN?
1: Yeah, Ina Moon Pitta yeah! would, have been in the, would have been in the final. Uh, so oh. um, this system well, this, is a land of contrasts, I guess. Is what this I'm system, saying. so
2: the assumption we're making, though, is only the people who voted in that semi would have voted them through. Because in this new system isn't every country voting in both semis.
0: No, it's not every country voting in both semis.
2: Oh, it's just the ones participating.
0: It is the participating nations and the group Other. of nations that are not participating at all, like the US or Canada or Brazil.
2: Mm. Yeah, sorry, We get everything. Oh, yeah, I thought, we get we sorry. get all three. <laughs> okay. So only the participating nations are doing the televotes. Okay, so I read when I read it, it was like all countries. I'm like, oh, all countries can vote in both semis. That's really gonna throw things off.
1: Ah. Oh, that, that would, would be, be
0: a, that would be interesting.
1: It, it maybe would be they'll a try great, that next year. It Would be a great boon Who for knows? Greece and Cyprus. Because uh, <laughs> they'll always be together. <laughs> yep. Forever. Romania-Moldova. Yeah,
0: see
1: yeah. all the partnerships that ever. we see. Uh, yeah, which which
0: it's... would make the pot sort of irrelevant.
1: That's uh, yeah. That's that's, yeah, that's what yeah, I was then, thinking. Then, you know, yeah. if 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 you're letting every country vote in both semis, I don't think you even need to do a draw. I think you probably just take Randomly a look at the slim. song or well or, or or wait till you have all the songs and and just let the ebu d- build two semis that they think are equally competitive Ooh, mm. i don't know if i like that but I, I don't either i'm to. just saying like, if, if 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 everyone's voting and everything they might as well do that um for yeah. the
0: record it's not just the ebu it's also the, the host broadcaster you can't put all of the blame on the ebu or all of the yes, credit and sam it's-
1: <laughs> I absolutely can and I will mm-hmm. no. uh, so so the biggest thing I, I you know take away
2: from this is definitely Azerbaijan this year who got zero in the semi and then two in the final. Ugh. what are they gonna do now that they cannot rely on the jury anymore not qualify? I, well they're they're not gonna let that happen. They're not gonna send like this really you know well sung ballad in. Mm-hmm. knowing that it would get a bunch of jury points in the final, if it makes it no, because they're just going to be like, well, this, this is not getting out of the semis.
1: If we do that. Yeah. I mean, they'll, they'll, we know that they'll, they'll spend to get, you know, like, like they did for Cleopatra, hmm. uh, which they ended up not getting to use, but, but um it is a little bit tougher. There are a couple instances where they wouldn't, where they would not have qualified uh under this, uh, under this new system but it's not like every year or or anything like that um 2022 is the first time in a while where uh, a system like this would have affected their outcome um uh, but i mean i think i think maybe we start to see more uh more shut-ups or what is it called truth yeah truth truth, truth. um <laughs> we're gonna see way more shut-ups uh they, they, they're really gonna pull out all the stops and and hopefully just hopefully this this ins- inspires uh, countries that are dependent on the juries in for one reason or another uh, to to just put up better stuff I know I know people who are big fans of Malta hate this system because they they are also fairly jury dependent because there is no Maltese diaspora like there is so so many other things mm.
0: Definitely does change the dynamic for a lot of these artists or a lot of these delegations, I should say. Luckily, they did announce this early enough in the system that if people were doing an internal selection, maybe they're keeping that in mind as they select who their artist is going to be. I
2: don't yeah, know. I feel like a lot of countries are probably going to do the same thing they always do. Um, but if the results are that much different this year, next the next year is going to mm-hmm. be a much different strategy on the part of many groups. They might have to be like, okay, we can't, we can't do a national final and risk sending a boring ballot that nobody's going to vote for anymore.
0: I mean, that's sort of an interesting segue into, into, I mean, I don't think we'll dive into this point too deeply just because at time of recording, we have just had day one of Festival Acungas, but we do know that there's going to be basically two winners of FIK this year. There is the traditional winner of the festival, which is a jury selected winner of Festivale Kungas in Albania. And then there will be a separate vote by the Albanian public to select the singer and song that will go to Eurovision on behalf of Albania. So I think that's a really, really auspicious sort of decision that they made to split things up between that jury select for the winner of FIK and the public vote for who gets to go represent them in in liverpool
1: i still don't really get that i'm, I'm curious <laughs> to see what happens and if the jury winner is super salty about okay i won but i don't get to go to eurovision or whatever but they uh, might really quick to you know fair mm-hmm. enough i found two other fun facts uh about this about historical uh revisionism with uh with uh these votes um had had this vote been around for the last 10 years uh ukraine would not have a perfect qualification record anymore Uh, they would have they would have missed out in 2012 in oh oh oh
0: yeah 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 be my guest with gaitana yeah i Mm -hmm. can see that
1: and you know what else would have qualified a year later
0: igranca oh my god we would have had igranca makes
1: the final so again again there's if the dynamics of what has it has a chance to get through i think is is very different and interesting but not Eurovision. that different i mean eight, 18 of the 20 qualifiers are are the same san marino uh aquila laro still doesn't get in uh, eat your salad still doesn't get in <laughs> like, uh, like and and those were ones where it really seemed like oh the public love these but nope not really It 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 it, it changes sort of these edge cases but it's hard to see quite what else
0: Eurovision giveth and Eurovision taketh away. Yeah. Uh, All right, what else we got? So, so let's yeah, so let's look forward into what we got for this year. Like like we said, um, we're recording this on Monday night, uh, the nineteenth. So by the time this episode airs, uh, we will have a freshly minted winner and representative for Festival i Kungas, uh, which may be two different acts. We don't know uh, for Albania, uh, which traditionally would be the first song that we would get. However. Ukraine have pipped us to the post, and they had an incredible national final this weekend. Did you guys watch Vidbeer?
2: I I did a little bit. I need to go back and watch the rest of it.
0: Yeah, it's good. It's always good. It's really oh, solid. It's it's, it's always really good. good, but this year in particular.
2: But an incredible uh, way they put the show on this year. Like I, I didn't Absolutely. even realize there was that uh, Twitter or TikTok video you sent where they showed like the stage, Twitter, but yeah. then they kind of go behind the scene. And you actually see a train pulling through, and I was like, "Oh, they were in the subway!" Like I didn't even think of it watching it—an active yeah. subway,
1: yeah, which is just wild. I mean, and sometimes during the show, you can hear, you can hear the trains go by. This is just a, a technically unbelievable achievement on on their part. I mean, I know I, earlier last week there was a there was this. One of the bigger missile strikes on the country that there's been since since the war started and there was talk about having to about about like rolling blackouts and and, and, and things like that. And that's not to say that they shouldn't have done this or that this was a waste. I'm not or That's not what I'm saying. Uh, mm-hmm. Just that like just that they were able to pull this off in extremely high fidelity and high quality. It, oh, in yeah. terms of just the, the the broadcast itself, that's to say nothing for the, the music, which was amazing uh, all, almost from from start to finish. There were so many good ones in this in this final. And oh, man, I. Uh, yeah, I'm it
0: just was really, it happy. Was really I'm just
1: yeah. happy for them.
0: Yeah, it was it was an exceptional show in any circumstances, but knowing what they what they were working with and through it just, it was staggering. Um, and there were moments that I was getting a little bit, a little bit for They opened the show, you know, with a performance of all of the, all the national finalists, as well as the, um, I guess he was the musical director, singing a traditional Ukrainian folk song that has sort of become a symbol of, of defiance that I've heard many, many times over the last, uh, was it eight months, nine months, that this has all been going on. And it was just, that sense of, yeah, this is a competition, but this is Ukraine. This is solidarity. And Timur, who we've seen, he hosts a junior. He's hosted senior. There are rumors going around he might host Eurovision in Liverpool, which I think would he, be a master
1: stroke. He absolutely should be, for, for yeah, the record. I
0: mean, Yeah, Timur is he's, – he's Ukraine's Mr. Eurovision and also just a lovely, <laughs> lovely guy. Um, I don't really speak very much Ukrainian, like, other than the very, very basic, um, you know – six months of Duolingo that I was poking at before, before 2017. But I was able to recognize him saying, we are here, we're on generators and we're alive. And it was just that kind of moment that just kind of crystallizes and just sort of like, wow. And then you hear the train rolling by and you're realizing, you know, the technical work that was put into this and the the passion that was put into this. It's like the winner was, you know, Tavorchi, Hard to Steal. It's a good song, but it was almost secondary to the actual show itself.
1: And kind of like France, I, I don't know that it was the one a lot of people had pegged as a winner. I, I, I mean, a, a, upper echelon me. for sure. But but there was so much about croute and about uh, Jerry Heil uh, yeah. and, and a couple of others. It seemed like uh, there's and we were we were one swap. Of, uh, of voting points at the end from a three-way tie for first, which would have been beautifully chaotic, and then uh, Jerry Hall would have would have been the the representative because she would have won the televote.
2: Hmm. Right.
0: So, uh, interestingly enough, so Torchy, um a a duet out of Western Ukraine, they came in fourth place in Vidbir 2020. Uh, also in that same national final, that was the, that was the uh, NF that Goe eventually won, uh, but also in that mix were both Krut and Jerry Heil. So you see these same names kind of floating to the top. And I think Heart of Steel is a nice balance between being just a nice contemporary R&B kind of pop song, but still having that cultural resonance. Supposedly it was written... Uh, in response to the Azovstal, um, the 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 barricade and the the the, the I, I don't even know how you, you know, the blockade, the barricade, the the, the attacks on the Azovstal uh, complex, which is a steel uh, steel production mm-hmm. factory,
2: yeah.
0: um, so it's kind of done in response to that. So it's an interesting touch point without it bashing you over the head too much. Cause there were certainly songs among the among the group that were very 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 blatant this is you know still you could absolutely read between the lines but it's still a universal message that if you didn't know it was ukraine you didn't know what's about the what's going on um you could still kind of apply it to other situations in life sort of defiance and strength and but Honestly, there were about three or four other songs in that in that national final that I could have easily happily seen do very, very well in Liverpool. So yeah.
2: I, I think uh, I think going through with that strategy, they're just kind of we're not getting into our reviews just yet. But I think that strategy of right. having a more universal message that is also very specific to uh, their situation, I think, has been very successful for them. I think it makes it more uh, approachable for other people as well. Like if they don't really understand what's going on, I guess kind of an odd question I was thinking now is, is this our winner for next year then? Do we think, or, I mean, we got a long way to go. A lot could happen. It's already, um, you know, number one in the betting odds by far.
0: I think it's too early to tell. I mean, this is literally the first song that we've got. Um, and I think a lot of people were also expecting, and we're kind of talking about Junior again here, that because of the public televote, or the public, I keep saying televote, who's who's calling anymore, but you know it's what a, I mean. I
1: mean, yeah, you can call it a televote. Yeah, it's like a, a phone.
0: You know, we didn't necessarily see a massive groundswell uh, of votes flowing in for the Ukrainian Act Junior this year. Granted, it's a different audience, but mm, something to maybe consider and keep in mind.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, and a lot can change in Ukraine between now and then too, you know. Um, yeah, very true. And the s- sentiment could could grow significantly again or whatever. If I had to guess, I would say no. This is this is not going to win. Uh, I do like the song a lot. Uh, my mm-hmm. other one bold prediction about this song is that we are not going to get to May without a writing credit for this song being given to the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Because that that intro is the intro to the hills, almost ex- almost exactly. It's it's weird, hmm. uh, and, hmm. and I I like it's it's similar enough that I feel like it almost has to be a tribute, like or like like a nod to to the to the song uh, the hills by the weekend. Um, oh, so
0: just like so just like Junior Eurovision was a nod to to Halloween.
1: Yeah, yeah, maybe, <laughs> but, uh, like. As soon as his people hear the song, somehow, they're going to be like, that's. Yeah, like like how Jack White is a a Eurovision winning songwriter. Um, Because of because of toy. Uh, I love it. We're going to get one of those for this song. I think there's just the similarity is too strong.
0: (laughs) Ah. All right. So, I mean, Sforchi, they uh, they now join the slowly but surely growing list of acts. Uh, I think we've already mentioned Andrew Lambrew for Cyprus. Noah Carell from Israel was mentioned months ago. Uh, oh, I don't God. think we ever really gave Mia and Dion from the Netherlands their due uh, when they were selected. I, we may have been in the thick of junior prep at the time. Uh, but the Netherlands have picked uh, the duet of Mia Nikolai and Dion Cooper to represent them this year. Uh, they've also announced that songwriters on their song will be Mia and Dion, alongside Duncan Lawrence and good Duncan's fiance Jordan Garfield. So big guns have been rolled out. It seems.
1: Any, Any, it, again, uh, <laughs> fine by me. Get Choco for two <laughs> weeks.
0: Hey. Yeah. Well, considering that none of us were able to make it to the Netherlands last time around, it'll be <laughs> good to play catch that's Right. With. We're
1: owed. That, we're yeah, owed. That's right.
0: Give me them stroopwaffles, <sighs> damn it.
1: Yeah, uh, let's go. Yeah.
0: And then last week, while we were in, or well, I was in Armenia anyway, while we were in the throes of junior rehearsals, we got word that Slovenia, instead of doing their traditional national final EMA, which I love, um, they have actually gone for a purely internal selection. They're picking arguably the biggest band in the country at the moment, a group called Joker Out. Uh, mm. they are gonna just I think Joker Out was like, hey, we'll do it. And the Slovenian broadcaster were like, uh, hell yeah. Scrap the EMA, off you go.
1: Means we get less Clemens this year, which is a I know, oh, bit of a downer. Me. But that's maybe they'll let him be the spokesperson.
0: Oh, I hope so. My, you know, my my undying. Yeah, screw those disco love kids. For, oh. You know me and my uh, undying love
1: for Clemens Slaconia. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I yeah, this they're a they're a rock band. The songs that I listened to were all right. I don't. I. I'm, I'm curious to see kind of how that's going to, how that's going to work. But mm. yeah. Joker's out for Harambe. <laughs> oh. oh, God. Bringing oh. that back.
0: Oh, geez. But uh, let's see what other news we got. Uh, we have songs out now. We've got snippets about 20, 30 seconds piece for these songs from Belgium. Uh, And that will be selected in mid-January. The songs from Estonia have been out for a while. Uh, Romania songs are, we have the the artists out and some songs are coming out. Uh, We got the full list of songs and the songs themselves for Benidorm Fest for Spain. Uh, Mm. So those have been out for uh, about a day at the time of recording. And fans are already going nuts. So
1: You'll never guess the overarching theme of the Spanish songs. Uh, is it
0: Booties being hypnotic?
1: Uh, I mean, maybe not quite in so many words, but you you, you can tell that uh, Spain feels like they kind of have a th- good thing going, and they do, to be fair. Uh, mm-hmm. I, it, one year's worth of a good thing, anyway. <laughs> that uh, that they're it seems like they are kind of leaning in that direction. I don't know that I've heard a uh, there's no tanchugueras this year, which is a Aww. little bit of a bummer, but. Uh, if you liked slow mo, there is a lot to like in in Spain's final. There are a lot of slow mo's, a lot of fuegos, if you will, uh, in the in the selection there. Mm.
0: Let's see what other news we got, Eric. You know, you picked up on something before we went to recording. Do you wanna do you wanna expand on that a little bit?
1: Yes, I yes I would. Um, it, this is uh, this is one of those things that's like this isn't really news uh, or like this isn't really going to happen. But we'll call it a dumb rumor of the week, perhaps dumb rumor I, of the year I love uh, it. Of, of 2024. Even uh, we hear we always hear these little stories about especially countries like Andorra and Monaco uh, that used to used to do Eurovision uh, in Monaco's case pretty regularly. Um, and then just dropped out for, for financial reasons and things like that. But you always hear these stories where like, oh, they might be coming back. They're thinking about it. And, then, and a lot of times those articles just come from you know, a person reporting saying, well, we can't confirm or deny, even though you know they're not coming. Uh, something like that. But this one This one has a little bit more steam to it, I think. And that is that Luxembourg may be bringing bringing themselves back into the competition. Uh, And the reason that it has a little more steam is that this is coming from Xavier Battelle. In addition to the leader of the X-Men, he is the prime minister (laughs) of Luxembourg. And he specifically... um... He, he specifically wants them to consider bringing, uh, bringing the thing back. They have not participated in about 30 years. The last time was 1993, uh, that they competed. Uh, that was the mill street one.
0: Yeah. It's so it's, year.
1: it has been, it has been a long time. Uh, it makes me very angry that 1993 was 30 years ago. Oh, uh, God. and, and, but, uh, beyond that, uh, this, their prime minister wants to to be back. They they feel like uh, he feels like that the the cost, which financially is fairly high for a country like that, um, would be outweighed by the impact it would have on their on the chance to do, you know, like a, we call it the Montenegrin postcard uh, sort of thing, where like this is a tourism ad for them for three minutes, basically. So i we don't we don't know this could be another one of those things where like it just never comes to fruition but at least one person at the top in luxembourg is is giving it a go
0: gives me a little bit of hope yeah yeah
1: i would love to get them back yeah that'd be great yeah five wins for luxembourg Mm -hmm. by the way for that tiny little country
0: yeah granted very Few of the very, very few other singers were ac- actually Luxembourger, but uh, of course not. Uh, well, before we sign off, and I, I suppose we could say sign off probably, maybe for the year, considering that you know we're all busy doing holiday stuff. Um, probably mm-hmm. won't reconvene until mm-hmm. until after the new year. Uh, wrapping up the year in amazing style. Uh, our friends. Wait dear a minute. Friends,
1: Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What, Sam? What? what? We forgot something important, what? Oh, the socials no, it's that you met Biskebi.
0: <laughs> I did. <laughs> I did. yeah, they tell, uh... me, tell
1: me everything
0: <laughs> they were lovely. i I all the five seconds just saying, you know, you guys are great. ask for a selfie. and um, I, I was also very exhausted i would I was exhausted. <sighs> For the record, I had basically pulled an all-nighter. I was about to pull another all-nighter because, okay, so backing up a little bit, the after-party, once the show had wrapped in Yerevan, they shipped the the crew and the the delegations and the uh, and the acts and the the alumni that had performed over to an amusement park just down the hill from the venue, uh, which at this point was probably you know eleven o'clock at night, and they opened everything up you know, all the concessions, you know, had, you know, food and and wine and drinks and ice cream all over the place, turned on all the rides and basically let all the kids and the delegations and the staff have the run of this amusement park at in the middle of
1: Armenia. I know,
0: I know. Uh, Yeah. So a couple of the other crew members and I ended up being like, we were sort of the first ones to kind of dip our toes into the outdoor like amusement park ride. So like, yeah, there was this massive Ferris wheel that just the four of us were on our main photographer, Corin. Uh, she ended up going on the roller coaster, like uh, otherwise basically abandoned roller coaster like two or three times in a row. It's like, this is the <laughs> happiest day of my life. And just hear her screaming in the distance. It was great. Uh, but yeah, as as I was heading out to check out the Ferris wheel, I noticed the the the, the folks from Biskebi just kind of hanging out, you know, sipping a glass of wine because they're old enough to do that now. Uh, uh, and uh, and so I yeah so God. guys they won in 2008 they they have lives <laughs> so yeah just everybody was really really lovely they were you know so gracious and you know me being an over exhausted uh, over stimulated very very tired American just saying I
2: love you guys
0: you know trying trying to say thank you in, in Georgian and probably failing but.
1: Well, yeah, lovely folks. Lovely folks. Got to get them on the show <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Now that we know that they're cool and they are wine, they wine are. enthusiasts. So we have something to talk <laughs> well, about besides besides the thing they did when they were 10. I anyway, mean, they are
0: Georgian. I think being a wine enthusiast is probably part of the game, isn't it?
1: Oh, you start them young. <laughs> they were wine enthusiasts <laughs> when they were 10. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's why they anyway. sh- sang about being boozed. Anyway. Uh, 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 all right. Uh, somebody please turn off my mic. I'll do that. Somebody else says something.
0: All right. all right. Anyway, what I was trying to say before we got bombed uh, is <laughs> uh, as we look to the end of the year, our very dear friends over at the Euro What podcast, um, if you don't already know them, check them out. They're fantastic. Uh, they decided to have a little bit. Of a crossover episode that will hopefully be coming down the pipeline soon. It was the four of us from your 12 Points from America family uh, and the folks from the Star Spangled Eurovision podcast, hosted by the Euro What duo of uh, Mike and Ben, uh, as a sort of big fat quiz of the year setup. So it was uh, me and Derek versus Eric and Danny versus the Star Spangled Eurovision team. And a no-holds-barred trivia throwdown for the ages. Uh, so that should be coming down the Eurovision podcast pipelinery in the very near future. But just a nice little year-end treat
2: for you. It was fun. A lot of fun. Great questions.
0: Yeah, really very well-done questions. Honestly, even if you have no idea who we are or they are, just if you just want a good Eurovision quiz, just check them out. The Euro What podcast. Should let's, we call it for the yeah, night? Yeah,
1: let's let's call it. Yeah. Check us the socials out. Oh no. Yeah, it's good enough. You know night. yeah, good enough. Yeah. You, you
0: know where to find us. Chances are just again, just Google Twelve Points from America. You'll you'll find where to find us. Uh, we're all around you all the yeah. time.
1: Buy a shirt, buy a uh, a weird hat that has one of our dumb phrases on it, or yeah. uh, check out the check out the Patreon, get some twelve points from America Trading Cards, or just get your episodes early and some bonus video content and stuff like that as well. Uh, do check that out. We we uh, we really do appreciate uh, those of you who are doing that. Very
0: very much so. Wherever you are listening from, uh, we hope you've had a fantastic year. Uh, we wish you. Wonderful, wonderful holiday season. Happy, happy, healthy new year. Uh, looking forward to 2023. I guess we will catch you on the other side of that uh, that temporal rift. But until then, I suppose, uh, I've been Samantha.
1: I've been Derek. I've been Eric.
0: And Danny somewhere else. But until then, everybody, goodbye. And stop listening now.
1: Stop, stop listening, listening now. now yeah. <laughs>
0: Testing hello, hello, it's me. It's me. Problem, it's me. Hello.